For many years, I have been telling the church that I pastor that we want everything that we do to be done with joy because we have an optimistic vision of the future. But honestly, it is sometimes difficult to have an optimistic vision of the future, especially when you are looking at the chaos of the present. But the Apostle Paul, in his letter to the church at Rome, he writes, For whatever things were written before were written for our learning, that we, through the patience and comfort of the scriptures, might have hope. The patience and comfort of the scriptures bring us hope. A hope which Paul has said previously in the book of Romans, in Romans chapter 5, a hope that does not disappoint. Now, we've all been disappointed by wishful thinking kind of hope. That's the kind of hope that San Diegans had for decades, every single fall during the football season. But we no longer have an NFL football team to disappoint our hope, so we don't have to be disappointed in that way. The kind of hope that Paul speaks of in Romans chapter 5 and 15 is a hope that does not disappoint. It is not that wishful thinking kind of hope. It is a hope that brings comfort and it encourages our patient endurance, even in the midst of difficult circumstances. Now we, as a result of our cultural confusion and chaos, have been living through some challenging circumstances. But I want to remind you that things have been and could be a lot worse. Paul in Romans 15, he says, whatever things were written before in past times in the Old Testament, they were written for our learning so that we, through the scriptures, would increase in hope and that we would patiently endure through difficult circumstances. So looking back and remembering what has happened previously helps us to gain perspective for what we're going through presently. And also the scriptures, they give us insight prophetically and predictively into future things that are going to come to pass in the future so that we would have hope. So as I said, I want to remind you that things have been a lot worse in the past. And when I think about that, I'm reminded of the times in history, like in the Old Testament with the prophet Isaiah or the prophet Jeremiah. And when you read through the stories of Jeremiah and Isaiah, you realize things could be a whole lot worse at the time of the prophet Isaiah, the northern ten tribes of Israel, the ten northern tribes, the northern kingdom of Israel, was effectively destroyed by the Assyrian invasions of the 8th century BC. And the Assyrians almost destroyed the southern kingdom as well, were it not for the mercy and grace of God's miraculous protection. But then, less than 150 years after the Assyrians, the southern kingdom of Israel was crushed by the Babylonians and the people were carried away as captives to Babylon. Things can get a lot worse. And if the stories from the times of Isaiah and Jeremiah aren't enough to prove that point, go read the book of Job. Things have been a lot worse. They could be a lot worse. But that's not always really an encouragement. The fact that things could get worse doesn't make me want to patiently endure in the moment. And it actually could be incredibly insensitive and patronizing to the person that is suffering. Don't you know that things could get a lot worse? It's kind of like, well, yeah, thanks so much. That's just what I didn't want to hear. So I want to point out that it isn't just that things could get a lot worse, though they could. It's that the Bible looks forward to something far better. That's why I've told the church that I pastor. We want everything that we do to be done with joy because we have an optimistic vision of the future. In the New Testament book of Hebrews, we are given 
a long list of men and women who lived and walked by faith in God. They are listed in Hebrews chapter 11. Many Christians refer to that passage as the hall of faith. There in Hebrews 11, we're told of Abraham and Sarah who followed God by faith, even through challenging times. They endured and they didn't give up. And they did so because they were optimistically looking forward to something good, to something great. The scriptures say that these all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, they were assured of them. And they embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims in the earth. For those who say such things, Hebrews 11 says, those who say such things declare plainly that they seek a homeland. And truly, if they had called to mind the country from which they had come out, they would have had an opportunity to return. But now they desire a better, that is a heavenly country. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared for them a city. So, whatever things were written before were written for our learning, so that we, through the patience and comfort of the scriptures, might have hope. God has prepared and is preparing for us a glorious future. That is the hope that we have by faith. And it is the hope that does not disappoint. And it is a hope that helps us to patiently endure as we are walking through the challenges of life in a broken world. Something to think about. We'll see you next time.